Good morning. This is Donna. In today's topic is densities, dimensions, planes, and parallels. I want to start off this morning by inviting you into my early morning, very pretty, calm, peaceful reality before we go bouncing off through densities, dimensions, planes, and parallels. I sit at my kitchen table, which is also my dining room table, and record these. My 20-year-old son is asleep outside on the back deck right now, so I'm trying to be quiet because the windows are all open. We live at a high altitude up here in the mountains of Colorado, and it tends to get pretty chilly at night, but we still like to sleep outside. (laughs) So he has taken a single mattress from the day bed in, in my office here at home and put it on the back deck, and he's in a mummy bag. And along the back deck, we don't have a railing um, on our second-story back deck right now because my husband is making a new one, a metal one. So along the back edge of the deck is flower pots full of beautiful magenta and purple and yellow and white flowers and a pot of mint and a pot of basil. And there's two hummingbird feeders out there, so... There's about a dozen or more hummingbirds (laughs) flying around, making all sorts of racket, uh, those feeders. And, of course, all the other birds. We have a lot of of beautiful, beautiful bird song up here in our little mountain forest. We have a pair of hawks that nest in our little valley every year. And they have at least two babies, maybe three. I haven't been close enough to see, and the babies are pretty big. In fact, I think they're flying now but they all make quite a racket <laughs> when they get going. So it's it's pretty fun that he's out there getting to experience all that. The sun is up. It's about 7 a.m. It's not that early. And uh, let's see, what else? I'm staying inside. Normal, nor, I meditated this morning uh, not long after I got up early, and I had to do it in my little office here because normally I do it on the back deck, but if I went out, then the dogs would want to go out and then they'd, you know, climb all over Logan and sleep with him on that mattress. (laughs) So that's my reality this morning. It's nice. And what is yours? What is going on with you right now? Are you maybe in your car driving? Are you sitting at home? Are you at work? (laughs) Taking a break, listening? What is your reality? Just notice it for a minute. Just come uh, fully into awareness. Look around you, experience it. Be there. See what it feels like. I want to start off with a quote from an online article that's titled Blue Brain Team discovers a multidimensional universe in brain. It goes like this. Using algebraic topology in a way that has never been used before in neuroscience, a team from the Blue Brain Project has uncovered a universe of multidimensional geometrical structures and spaces within the networks of the brain. 
We found a world that we had never imagined, says neuroscientist Henry Markram, director of the Blue Brain Project and professor at the EPFL in Switzerland. There are tens of millions of these objects, even in a small speck of the brain, up through seven dimensions. In some networks, we even found structures with up to 11 dimensions. Neuroscience has always been struggling to find where the brain stores its memories. They may be hiding in high-dimensional cavities, spaces of the brain, Markram speculates. End quote. So quantum mechanics researchers and physicists have been working for decades to mathematically or scientifically sort of find or prove parallel realities and other dimensions. Though mind-boggling, at least to me, I love studying their various theories and the experiments conducted because it opens up entire new realms of possibilities and understandings to humanity, to us as humans. To me, it shows the meaning of infinity. I remember what a tiny speck that I am. Conversely, I also think about how huge and multidimensional we must be, as humans even, to begin to comprehend these things. So I wanted to just put together an introduction to densities, dimensions, planes, and parallels that combines theories from sciences like quantum mechanics and physics with metaphysical understanding and information that has been given to us from beings outside of our human reality. So let's start with definitions. Density. Density could be considered the measurement or quality of something, the measurement of quality of something. For instance, if we take these words literally, dimension measures space and density measures the quality of that space. I believe density is the larger and perhaps subtler set that contains dimensions, dimensions known and unknown, or perhaps perceivable and imperceivable. Contained within each density is an entire set of dimensions. It's like if you had, let's say, seven sets of those little brightly colored plastic cups, you know, that babies play with, (laughs) the ones that nest inside of each other. Let's say that you have seven sets of cups, and each set is a different size and color. Let's say the red set is smallest. The orange set is a little bigger. You'd have yellow, green, blue, purple, up to the largest set, which we'll call white, or the sum of the colors of the rainbow. But imagine, within just the red set is a set of more cups that fit within it. Maybe there are a bunch of different shades of the color red. And then the orange set has another bunch of cups inside of it and all all the way on up to the white set. So I'm suggesting that the larger overall sets might be what are densities. And within each density is an, an entire set of dimensions. But the dimensions might be different according to the specific density. Dimensions are the spatial measurement of something. For instance, 
In one dimension, we measure length, the next we measure width, the next depth, and, and so on. In the higher dimensions, we begin to measure non-physical things like time, love, light, and so forth. So dimensions are measurements of something specific. Planes. Planes are actually best understood by reading the dictionary definition of the word. It says this, a level of existence, thought, or development. It also says a flat surface on which a straight line joining any two points on it would wholly lie. We each have inner and outer planes. That is, we each, no matter where we are in density or dimension, exist at a certain level of thought or development, both on the surface or the outer part of our being and on the inside or the inner part of our being. Now, there are infinite planes of existence. Infinite meaning too many for us to count or understand while in human form. (laughs) There are infinite planes of existence or ways of being within our current dimension and density. Planes are closely tied with our individual reality. We typically are existing on many planes at once. Parallels are when reality splits or branches because a choice was made. Parallels introduce this idea that if a person or a consciousness takes one action, another reality is created wherein that person did not take that action or took a different action. So you have these infinite realities or branches of reality, which would be the parallel worlds that contain all possible happenings or all potential outcomes. This could also be called the field of potentiality. Parallels are simply an efficient way to fit in all possible experiences during our journey from creation of a soul to its return home to source. One misconception about parallels is that they contain identical worlds. Now, this might be true in some cases, but the further out the branches go, the less and less it is like our reality. Imagine, for instance, the parallel world that was created where Hitler did not lose, or where Rome did not conquer half of the world where Constantine did not convert to Christianity and establish the Roman Catholic Church and form the Bible as we know it, or maybe where Europeans did not take over North America. Do you see what I mean? The parallels created in significant acts and choices will have produced quite a different world or reality, not at all like the one that we are experiencing. And now imagine if you could start exploring these other realities. (laughs) So let's start to put it all together. It helps to first understand source or creator and the process of creation. And we have an episode on that. After something is created, which is to say that it individuates from source, it begins to move through seven densities called an octave just like the musical octaves. And the octave of the seven densities is said to complete the circular journey of separation from source to returning to source. Before the separation and beyond the return, 
is part of the mystery as told to us by higher beings when they explain densities. These seven densities go like this, according to the Ra group in the Ra Law of One books. All begins with chaos, energy undirected, and random in its infinity. First density is consciousness or awareness, and they give the example of minerals for first density. Second density is a straight line spiral of light and striving towards light and growth, such as plants and animals. Third density is self-awareness or consciousness of the spirit, such as in higher animals and humans. Fourth density is love or understanding. Fifth density is light or wisdom. Sixth density is love-light and light-love or unity. Seventh density is a gateway, and eighth density is a mystery. Now, the dimensions, Now, and remember the, the dimensions would be the set that's contained within each of these densities. The dimensions, according to superstring scientists, goes, goes like this. First dimension measures length. Second dimension measure, measures height. Third dimension measures depth. Fourth dimension measures time. Fifth dimension is parallel realities, a world slightly different than our own that began like ours but branched out from different actions or choices. Sixth dimension is parallel universes, other universes and worlds that began like ours did and branched. And it is believed that if we could master the fifth and sixth dimensions, we could travel back in time or go to different futures. Seventh dimension, other possible worlds that began differently than ours and branched out according to different actions and choices. Eighth dimension, other possible universes that began differently than ours and branched out. These are called infinities because the branches become infinite. Ninth dimension is where we can compare all the possible universe histories, starting with all the different possible laws of physics and initial conditions. The tenth dimension, we arrive at the point in which everything possible and imaginable is covered. Beyond this, nothing can be imagined by us lowly mortals, which makes it the natural limitation of what we can conceive in terms of dimensions. The 11th dimension is where we consider that all of these dimensions exist within only one of a larger set of dimensions. So scientists believe that peering back through time using the high-powered telescopes that we have today, they will be able to spot light from the early universe, that is billions and billions of years ago and that they might be able to see how the existence of these additional dimensions could have influenced the evolution of the cosmos. Now, usually not a lot is given to us by higher beings for dimensions beyond the fifth, because our human minds can simply not comprehend that sort of information. We do know that angels and gods and many higher beings that exist in those higher dimensions act as helpers or guides to those in the lower dimensions. 
much like we as human beings can act as helpers or guides to the plants and the animals, yes? So all lower dimensions can be seen and interacted with from each dimension above it. Therefore, when we exist in fifth dimension, we will still see and interact with the fourth, the third, the second, and the first dimensions. Page 176 of the Ra Lav One Book One starts a discussion on planes and who inhabits them. And I'm going to just paraphrase that information here. Within each of these dimensions are planes or levels that mark an orderly progression through each. This can be seen in widely varying soul ages with humanity in the third dimension, where you have those with very little self-awareness on the entry end, and those who are already moving into love or understanding when they come in, which indicates a readiness for their next dimensional existence. They say that there is an infinite number of levels in third dimension. And when Ra says levels, I think that they're referring to planes. Again, most human minds cannot wrap around the enormity of understanding this beyond simple explanations. But I think it's enough to know the theory of it and to understand that we are all multi-dimensional and multi-universe beings who have many, many different realities going on. In these realities, everything that's going on are all managed and integrated and absorbed by our higher soul or our higher self. Our higher soul, our whole soul, is said to be the future sixth dimension version of ourselves, which is tasked with all that the higher soul is responsible for. And excuse me, I misspoke. It's the future sixth density version, according to the raw law of one books, the sixth density version. So the, the higher self is who we work with when Diana and I do quantum healing sessions. That is who directs what the person sees and experiences in terms of other lifetimes, past lifetimes, and the information that's given, the questions that are answered comes from the higher self. And once again, that is the, the, you could say the future, even though time doesn't really exist outside of our reality. Um, to us, we, we understand it as being the future sixth density version. And so that is who um, kind of organizes and makes all of our experience useful to us at that higher level. Now, parallels and other dimensions and even other densities can be explored through the quantum sessions that Diana and I do, QHHT or, or BQH, if the higher self deems it to be beneficial. More and more, we are experiencing and, and our fellow regressionists are reporting that instead of going to past life experiences, uh, our clients are being shown concurrent experiences experiences that they are actually going to at night while their consciousness is at rest. They're, they're going into other levels of consciousness, other, you could say, facets of their soul that exist in other worlds and universes right now. So that, that leads me to the next little subject within this, the quantum field. I believe that all of this Everything that exists, all that has been and is and 
all potentiality is the sum of source, or God, or intelligent infinity, as Ra calls it. Now, there is a part of intelligent infinity that we can access while in human form. And this is what I like to call the quantum field, the infinite field of information from which everything manifests. And I've, I've said this many times before, quantum mechanics has discovered that subatomic particles reduce to information, the information that is amassing from every consciousness that individuates and has a unique journey, no matter what density, dimension, plane, or parallel that consciousness is existing in. Now here's the mind-boggling part. We can access this field as humans. And of course, what we can access is based on our own personal vibration, our, our frequency, our energetic frequency. Now sure, we may only be able to understand a minuscule part of it, but we have access. And this is the field that Diana and I work in when we do our quantum sessions. This is where the other lifetimes are, the future lifetimes, the parallel lifetimes, the other side, uh, where we go in between our lifetimes, and the beings and the guides and higher selves, where all of this information comes from is this quantum field. You could say, even, that it is the mind of God. So I return to the quote that I opened with today because I believe that scientific research will show that it is our consciousness that accesses other densities, dimensions, and parallels long before we physically get there with our bodies, which will happen too. Now our access point to the quantum field is our imagination. As I shared in the episode titled, I Am, the mind has two main senses. They are logic and imagination. Logic is what helps us process and understand this physical world uh, or these planes of reality that we take in through our five body senses. You could say logic is sort of the sense of the left brain. Imagination would then be the sense of the right brain, even though we do crossover and we, we want to use both sides of our brain for both senses. Imagination is how we access and process the non-physical world, the spiritual realms or uh, the, all the metaphysical information, or you could say the soul reality. Imagination is sort of a weird word to use for this sense that our mind has because it connotes that we are making something up, that we are fantasizing something or creating something that did not previously exist. In actuality, we as humans rarely, or maybe even never, have the ability to create something that has never before existed in terms of the quantum field of information. What we do all have is the ability to pull information from the quantum field into our physical illusion or reality. And we do this via our portal of the mind's imagination. When Diana and I do quantum sessions, clients often think that they made it all up, that they made up the past lives that they visited. They think that they fantasized it, maybe. And I always remind them, 
if you were going to make up past lives, would it really be the mundane or the traumatic lives that, that most of them go to, that experience? The other thing is, these, these, what they experience, what they see, and this includes myself when I have a session, it always makes perfect sense in terms of how it relates to us now in terms of the deeper lessons that we've been missing, the deeper knowings that we need, what we're shown during these sessions always make perfect sense. They provide missing pieces. So that's the other thing I point out is, really, you, you're that good that you could make something up that tells you something you didn't previously know? Okay. As Dolores Cannon always said, this information had to come from somewhere. All of this has to come from somewhere. So that's it for today. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wrap up now because I think that that's a good introduction, a, a light level to get our brains going on this sort of stuff. Your additional resources for today. There is a TEDx Boulder Talk on YouTube titled Visualizing 11 Dimensions by Thad Roberts. That's a good one to start with. And then, of course, if you want to explore further, that'll lead you to many, many more <laughs> along these subjects. Dolores Cannon's books, Between Life and Death, is a great one to start with. And then her Convoluted Universe series has a lot of information about all of this that I've talked about. And then, of course, the Raw Law of One books. Raw is the only one I've found that talks about densities. Well, I found lot, there's tons of information out there on dimensions, but uh, Ra is a very, it's a group collective of very, very high beings in a, in a very high density. And I think that that's why their perspective tends to be bigger and broader than most of the other beings that uh, give us information. And the books, the Ra Law of One books are um, a little more technical when they talk about this kind of stuff, than what I even understand. But if you, especially if you are a math or, <clears throat> excuse me, a science person, you might find the Raw Law of One books very, very interesting because they do go into some pretty technical explanations on how this and many, many other things works in our human experience. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember to visit our author website at ddadare.com and let us know what questions you have about anything that we share. You can contact us through there. Also, you can sign up for an email if you want to know when our Atlantis book series is published. We are working on book covers right now. We're a little behind schedule. We wanted to have them out early summer. It is now late July. And they are not published, but we're working hard on it, and they will come out soon, soon, soon. Many blessings on each one of you today. Blessings on your day.